Well, thanks be to God for his word, and thank you to those of you who read for us. It was a blessing to hear God's word. I just, as, as, as Johanna was reading those words, um, uh, you know, uh, speak to one another with songs and hymns, you know, encourage one another with songs and hymns and spiritual songs and, and giving thanks to God in your hearts. I just, I just imagine if Paul, while he was writing that to the, to the Colossians, could, could see uh, a bunch of people on the other side of the world, you know, 2,000 years later, doing exactly that. You know, God is faithful that his plans endure. And um, as Isaiah once said, you know, a, a day will come where a knowledge of the Lord will cover the earth as the waters cover the sea. And, and we are the fulfillment of that. And, and yet there is more to come before our Lord returns. Uh, and so we, we pray that a knowledge of the Lord would, would advance in, in those places, in those communities, in those cultures uh, where they have not yet heard the gospel that we celebrate tonight. So I, I want to just talk to you briefly about the fact that there is no condemnation for those of you who, as Paul wrote, are in Christ Jesus. We're just going to talk about that a little bit. And that's Romans chapter 8, verse 1. There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. This was actually the first scripture passage that I memorized as a young adult Christian. I went to like parochial school when I was a little boy, and so they made you memorize certain passages of scripture. But when I, when I got older and actually wanted to do that, when I was actively following Jesus as a young man, this was the first, uh, this was the beginning of the first passage that I ever memorized, the beginning of Romans chapter eight. And it was a powerful passage to me because of its hope. When you read Romans chapter eight, it's full of hope, unapologetic hope, liberating hope, um, comforting hope. Because as a teenager and, 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 and as a young man, I, I struggled with the tension of following Jesus Christ while still feeling like I was bound to my former way of life my former patterns of sin, my old ways of thinking. I was actively following Jesus, but still feeling trapped in my old ways. Uh, I, I, I would imagine you can relate to that, following Jesus, but still feeling bound to your former sinful patterns. As Paul would say earlier in his letter to the Romans, that people show that the work of the law is written on their hearts, while their conscience also bears witness. See that? And their conflicting thoughts accuse them or excuse them. And that was what was happening to me. My conscience was accusing me, saying, what are you doing, Brian? And probably Satan, too, accusing me. Because you know, those feelings would come up of, you are not worthy of being called a Christian. You, a Christian, you're not worthy of that. And yeah, even other people accusing me. People inside the church calling themselves Christians. And, and then not just Christians, just people in various walks of life accusing me. You're not one of us. You don't belong with us. You're not part of this group. You don't quite, you know, cut the mustard around us. Have you ever felt that way? Or have you felt that way recently? I don't know, maybe, maybe a few of you feel that way right now. Condemnation. 
Satan accusing you, other people judging you, maybe even your own conscience beating you up. And, 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 and I'm so sorry. I can only imagine what you've heard others say about you. And I can only imagine what it must have felt like you know, to, to feel people judging you, accusing you, discounting you, canceling you. And look, let's be honest, sometimes we deserve it. But I am sure that so many times you didn't deserve it and you were mistreated unjustly and felt left out and felt accused and condemned and judged. And, and, and I'm so sorry for that. But listen, this is good news. And here's the good news. God's household for God's children is a no judgment zone. A healthy church should be a no judgment zone. Oh, there's sin. There is plenty of sin going around. But the household of God for the children of God is a no judgment zone. Again, there is therefore no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. The Christian, despite the record of your deeds, despite the scars, the bruises, the damages that you have inflicted on other people and that you have afflicted on yourself, all of that for the Christian is forgiven without exception, without condition at all. God's house is a no-judgment zone. Now, in a sense, and you'll forgive me, please, for putting it this way, but in a sense, I'm glad that you have felt the condemnation. I'm glad that you have felt that accusatory spirit in other people. I am glad that you have felt yourself accusing you, or that you have even felt Satan, our spiritual enemy, accusing you and judging you. I'm, I'm actually glad. Now, here's why. It's proof that you have a pulse. The fact that you feel bad is proof that your conscience is not seared off from God. As we talked about a couple of weeks ago in Ephesians chapter four, the fact that you have felt the accusation and the condemnation is proof that your conscience is not calloused beyond hope, right? It's proof that there is a moral law, and you know there is a moral law. It is proof that the law of God is written on your heart, in your conscience. And yes, you have failed to keep it. And we have failed to keep God's law. But the reason we're here tonight, and, because, and the reason I was able to communicate some good news to the kids tonight, is because Jesus did not fail. You failed, I failed to keep God's moral law. Jesus did not fail. Jesus did not fail his heavenly Father, but he fulfilled the law's righteous requirements. And Jesus, here's the other thing. Jesus didn't fail you. And Jesus didn't fail you. Jesus did not fail me. He represented us on the cross to be judged in our place. Because Paul would continue to say, for the law of the spirit of life has set you free in Christ Jesus from the law of sin and death. So, let us stop judging each other because God's family is a no-judgment zone. And let us stop condemning ourselves because the child of God 
lives in a no-judgment zone. And let us stop condemning the world. Let us stop judging the society that we live in and judging our neighbors. And, and let us stop condemning in our hearts our relatives. Uh, I, like to call, <laughs> I like to call the relatives you don't like the Sackville Bagginses in our lives. You know, they're related to us, but we really don't like when they come around. We're kind of opposed to them, and they're opposed to us. Well, I know they exist in your life, but let's stop condemning them as well, because we pray as Christians that they will listen to our pleas to receive the mercy of God, as we have received. If we condemn them in our hearts, we stop praying for them to receive God's grace. And the other reason we don't condemn the world is because God in the end will justly condemn whoever refuses repentance. So we leave it up to him. God said, it is mine to avenge, I will repay. And so we don't judge. We don't judge because the house of God is a judgment-free zone. And so may our church and may our homes and may our lives be grace-filled, no judgment zones. And I'll leave that to you tonight to think about and pray about, and I, I will be also. There is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Let's pray. Our Father in heaven, we praise you that you have forgiven our sins and you have cast them out. As far as the east is from the west, you remember them no more. Thank you that you have not treated us as our sins deserve. And we praise you, Lord Jesus, that you allowed yourself to be cursed for us. Thank you that the punishment that we deserved, you willingly took upon yourself. And we cannot imagine what depths of love you have held for us and your heavenly Father that you would go to the cross. But we praise you and we, we worship you and exalt you because you went to death for our sake. And we ask now that you would have set aside these elements from their common, ordinary purposes to feed and nourish our souls tonight. Amen. On the night that our Lord Jesus was betrayed, he took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, this is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup, saying, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. Whenever we eat this bread and drink this cup, we proclaim Christ's death until he comes. Communion, the Lord's Supper, the Bible tells us, is for the Lord's children, for those whom Christ died, who have received his gift of forgiveness. So if you are a Christ follower and have been baptized and professed your faith in a Bible-believing church uh, and continue to follow Christ and rely upon him for the forgiveness of your sins, the Bible says this meal is for you and we encourage you to take it. If that doesn't describe who you are at this point in your life, we encourage you to, to wait until you're ready to profess your faith, uh, until you're ready to take this meal with us. Um, we wouldn't want you to eat and drink judgment on yourself. The Bible warns us against that. So out of love for you and respect for you, we encourage you to wait. We're going to uh, have a wonderful time tonight um, remembering what Christ has done for us. 
uh, we're going to invite you to come forward while we sing. We're going to sing Amazing Grace. We'll have the lyrics projected for you. Uh, but a lot of people know Amazing Grace, so it should be easy to sing as we take communion together. And I will invite, I'll stay at the table, but I will invite you to come forward and take the elements. I'm excited because uh, the, we, we haven't done it in this way since before the pandemic. So what a time to rejoice in how God has been faithful to us. That's okay. You can clap. I think so. <laughs> Praise the Lord. God is good.